It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. everybody it's dave here from vikings first and skull welcome to today's vikings daily opener this day july 10th 2023 and we are now 62 days away from the vikings week one season opener and less than three weeks away heck make it two weeks from training camp awesome isn't it let's start off with what everybody's talking about in Vikings land over the weekend. We'll start over at the Vikings wire where we have not one, but two stories on where Kirk Cousins ranks. And I'm not talking about smell either. First one from Tyler Fornis, ranking all 32 starting QBs. Where does Kirk Cousins rank? Today, we're diving into the recent ranking of NFL starting quarterbacks by Tyler Fornis of the Vikings Wire and Vikings First and Skull. Fornis ranked all 32 starting quarterbacks. And his ranking of Kirk Cousins caught some attention. Shocking. As many of you may know, Cousins has been a topic of controversy and debate in recent years. Heck, his whole career. Many fans and analysis alike have questioned his ability to lead the Minnesota Vikings to success. However, Fornis and his rankings place Cousins number 11 in his Tier 3. Really good, but not great. This tier includes quarterbacks that are really good, 
but lacked that extra gear to take over a game. Fornes acknowledges that Cousins is often criticized, but believes he is underrated. While not in the elite tier, Cousins is a quarterback that can help you win games, as evident last season when the Vikings went 13-4. and It is worth noting that Fornes' ranking is subjective, and not everyone may agree with his assessment of Cousins. However, it does provide an interesting perspective on where Cousins stands amongst the league's starting quarterbacks. Looking at Tyler's overall rankings, it's clear that the top-tier quarterbacks include the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert. These quarterbacks are considered elite and perennial MVP candidates. His second tier includes quarterbacks such as Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, and Aaron Rodgers, who are very talented and descending with the exception of Rodgers, who's descending and on the downside of his career. Tyler's third tier, where Cousins falls, includes Kirk Cousins himself, along with Tua Tagovailoa, Geno Smith, Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, and Kyler Murray. These quarterbacks are really good, but they lack that extra gear to take over a game. Finally, in Fornes' fourth and fifth tiers include quarterbacks that are either unproven with potential or have major question marks surrounding them. In conclusion, Fornes' rankings of Kirk Cousins at number 11 total and in his tier three really good but not great, provides an interesting perspective on where Cousins stands amongst the league's starting quarterbacks. While not an elite tier, Cousins is still considered a quarterback that can help you win games and hopefully will have his second above 500 season in a row. Now, the second story about where Kirk Cousins ranks comes from Savion Mixon, still at the Vikings Wire. Kirk Cousins is a Tier 4 quarterback. CBS Sports thinks so. We're talking about Kirk Cousins, the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings, and his recent ranking on CBS Sports. According to Will Brenson, Cousins is a Tier 4 quarterback, along with Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, Geno Smith, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, and Jimmy Garoppolo. The conversation surrounding Kirk Cousins will always end with discussing his ceiling as a quarterback. How far can a team go with Kirk Cousins at the helm? Brinson's answer is simple. You can win with him. However, Brinson also notes that Cousins is one of those quarterbacks that can get you to the playoffs, but cannot take you deep into the playoffs on a deep playoff run or win you a Super Bowl without really stout defense and run game combo and all the stars aligning. Branson's ranking system ranges from Tier 1 to Tier 5, with Tier 1 being the elite quarterbacks who have the ability to lead their team to a Super Bowl win. Cousins is ranked in Tier 4. 
which Princeton calls you can win with them. While Cousins is not an elite quarterback, he is still considered a valuable asset to the team. In addition to ranking Cousins, Brinson also provided a unique description of Cousins, Derek Carr, and Jimmy Garoppolo, describing them as alternate timeline versions of one another. He called Jimmy G the evil Kirk and Carr the emo version. It's an interesting take on the quarterbacks in the league, and it will be exciting to see how they perform in the upcoming season. Overall, it's clear that Cousins has room for improvement if he wants to be considered an elite quarterback in the league. However, his ranking in Tier 4 shows that he is still a valuable asset to his team and has potential to lead them to success. Well, I'll have to wait on how the 2023 NFL season plays out to determine if Cousins can surpass his current ranking and lead his team to the ultimate goal a Super Bowl win. Hey, we all hope he does. In our next piece from the Vikings Wire, Judd Zolgad opens his mailbag. Zolgad's mailbag, examining the Vikings' top position battles and what's going on with Lewis Seen. Judd Zolgad wrote in an edition of Zolgad's mailbag, Judd delved into the Vikings' upcoming training camp and what to expect from some key players on the team. According to Zolgad, there are some interesting position battles to watch during training camp, including the cornerback position. Andrew Booth Jr., Caleb Evans, and Makai Blackman are expected to battle for two of the three starting spots at corner, with Byron Murphy likely playing the other one. As it looks now, Murphy will start on the outside and then move inside to nickel, depending on the coverage call. Zolgad also discusses the running back position and who will be RB2 behind Alexander Madison. Ty Chandler and Kanene Nwangu are the main contenders, with seventh-round pick Dwayne McBride potentially factoring into the mix later on. Zolgad predicts Chandler will ultimately open the season as Madison's backup. Moving on to the defensive side of the ball, Zolgad provides some insight into Lewis Seen's place on the depth chart. Seen, the 2022 first-round pick, is coming off a gruesome leg injury that cost him most of his rookie season. While he has made it clear that he is good to go during organized team activities in minicamp, He is currently fourth on the depth chart behind Harrison Smith, Cam Bynum, and 2020 six-round pick Josh Metellus. Zolgad cautions not to expect a ton of playing time for scene unless someone is injured. In other news, Zolgad touches on the lack of recent chatter about a contract extension for tight end TJ Hawkinson. While Hawkinson is set to make $9,392,000 on his fifth year option of his rookie contract. There are no indications that the Vikings will not extend his contract and keep him in purple. Finally, Zolgad takes a trip down memory lane and discusses how covering training camp has changed since the Vikings moved from Mankato to TCO Performance Center. 
While there are some benefits to the new location, such as nicer fields and no need for reporters and players to stay in dorms, the NFL has become more corporate and closed down, making it more difficult to gain access to the coaches and the players after practice. I feel for you, Judd. There's nothing like going to the restaurant or grab a slice of pizza and seeing your favorite players there. Speaking of Judd, he was recently joined by our very own Tyler Fornis on Purple Access. NFC North, buy or sell Purple Access. Tyler Fornis recently appeared on the latest episode of Purple Access Show from Score North. With training camp just around the corner, the discussion focused on the upcoming season and the most pressing questions facing the NFC North division. Declan Golf, Judd Zolgad, and Tyler Fornis of Vikings Wire led a comprehensive analysis of the quarterbacks in the division. They examined the potential of Chicago Bears with their promising quarterback, Justin Fields. Can he take the next step and complete more than a few passes? The experts also delved into the capability of Jared Goff, to lead the Detroit Lions to their first division title in 30 years and the possibility of Jordan Love becoming the next great Green Bay Packers quarterback. Furthermore, the group discussed how the Minnesota Vikings would follow up on their impressive 13-4 and season and the challenges they would face this upcoming season. The insightful discussion can be found on the Score North feed, with the most intriguing insights and predictions on Purple Access. Tune into the show and learn more about the upcoming NFL season and the NFC North Division. Now it's time to head over to one of my other favorite sites for Vikings news, the Daily Norsemen. But before I do, it's time for a coffee refill. I'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And I'm back now. Over to the Daily Norseman. We're going to start off with a piece by Christopher Gates, where he talks about the Vikings just have one nationally televised preseason game. But you'll still be able to watch all three eventually. As fans eagerly await the start of the regular season, the Vikings will play three preseason games before the season opener. However, the NFL has released their list of preseason games 
that will be nationally televised. And unfortunately, the Vikings will only appear on one. On Thursday, August 10th, the Vikings will play the Seattle Seahawks out on the West Coast. While this game will be live for fans in the area, it may be inconvenient for fans in the Midwest to catch the game. But don't worry, if you're not able to attend the game in person or catch it live on TV, the NFL Network will air all of the preseason games, so you'll be able to catch the action from the comfort of your home. Sure, some of them might be at 2 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday, but that's what DVRs are for, right? For the Vikings, the other two preseason games, where they face the Arizona Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans at U.S. Bank Stadium, Live coverage will only be available for those that have a local affiliate that carries the game. But don't worry, when it comes to the times for those games, the Daily Norseman will be sure to let you know which affiliates they are so you can watch the game live. As we all eagerly await the anticipation of the regular season, we know you're itching to see the Vikings take the field, even if it's just for games that don't count. We hope you enjoy the upcoming preseason games and stay tuned for more coverage and updates of all things Minnesota Vikings on the Daily Norseman. Well, Chris, there's one other thing. If you have an NFL Plus subscription, you can watch all three live. That's what we have to do down here in Texas for me, since I am neither local in Seattle nor Minneapolis. Now, continuing over at the Daily Norseman, fourth quarter hero continues with his series, The Curse of 1998, Part 3. The Love Boat, Wizenator, Super Bowl tickets, and the continued descent into hell. Fourth quarter hero is doing some outstanding work, and he continues with this one. Fourth Quarter Hero has uncovered shocking details about the Minnesota Vikings and their continued descent into the NFL's version of Dante's Inferno. In part three of our series, The Curse of 1998, he explored the Love Boat scandal, the Wizenator, Super Bowl tickets, as well as the Vikings' continued struggles on and off the field. In the aftermath of the 2003 season-ending loss to the Arizona Cardinals, the Vikings began the post-2000 decline that would see them experience their worst slide into the postseason of any team in NFL history. However, in 2004, the Vikings managed to make it to the playoffs with an 8-8 record, becoming the first team to do so with a 500 or worse record. Incredibly, They were not alone in this achievement, as the St. Louis Rams also made the playoffs with a 500 record. Both teams won their wildcard games, the first 500 teams to do so. Despite their playoff success, the Vikings were not the clean-cut, all-American muscle team that the Patriots, Colts, and Giants were. Exemplifying the 2003 to 2008 identity of the Super Bowl winners, the Vikings were the bad boys of the NFL, and this identity remained even after the trade of Randy Moss in March of 2005. In October 6, 
On October 6, 2005, the Vikings entered the second hell of the inferno, lust. The infamous Vikings love boat scandal subsequently rocked not only the franchise in the Twin Cities, but became national news. The party on the boats was a hodgepodge of alcohol, drugs, and sexual acts. And there were also reports that the staffed crew members were offered money for sex and prostitutes were flown in. Fred Smoot and Brian McKinney entered guilty pleas from the resulting charges of disorderly conduct and public nuisance on a watercraft. Each received a $1,000 fine and 48 hours of community service. The Love Boat scandal was the last and foremost in a trio of scandals the Vikings would face in 2005. After the scandal, the Vikings would drop two out of three of the next games, and it was Dante Culpepper's last ever game with the Vikings, because three of his four major knee ligaments were being torn, shredded, or absolutely destroyed in his knee. Representing the third cycle of the Inferno, gluttony, Ontario Smith took a trip to the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport with something peculiar in his possession. The infamous Wizenator. Smith had put up a decent but not great form for the Vikings, with yards per carry rate of 5.4 in 2003 and 4.4 in 2004. However, Smith's NFL career would be marred by substance abuse violations per the NFL policy. He picked up his second offense in 2004, missing four games. While the NFL could not suspend him for the device, they did for a third violation, which resulted in a year-long suspension. The last scandal the Vikings would endure in 2005 was that of head coaches Mike Tice's Super Bowl ticket-scalping scandal. Say that three times fast. Representing the fourth circle of hell... Avarice or greed. Even though the practice had gone on around the NFL quietly for years, Tice was the first head coach involved in orchestrating the practice that drew particular ire from league officials, resulting in a mammoth $100,000 fine later that offseason. It remains the highest fine ever for a head coach that does not hold a GM powers or title. New owner Ziggy Wilf, who led the group in purchasing of the franchise in February of 2005, came down hard on the team in the wake of a top-to-bottom loss of control in the organization. In the wake of the Love Boat scandal, Wilf issued a comprehensive and ruthless 77-page code of conduct for players, coaches, and other personnel. In the aftermath of the season, Mike Tice was also fired and the Vikings' new ownership wanted a fresh slate. The proof would be found in Tice's subsequent replacement, Brad Childress, the quintessential anti-Tice, who would go on to represent a new era in Minnesota. Fourth Quarter Hero says, Stay tuned for Part 4 of the 98 Curse, where he'll delve deeper into the Vikings' continued struggles and their search for redemption. Great peace, fourth quarter hero.
Keep them coming. In the next article to discuss, Christopher Gates writes, Justin Jefferson could make even more history in 2023. If he holds true to form, that is. Christopher Gates was talking about the Minnesota Vikings and their star wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson has already set many records in his first three seasons, and if he keeps up his form this year, he can make even more history. According to the Pat McAfee Show, if Jefferson can put up at least 1,500 yards this season, he will be the first player in NFL history to reach that mark in three consecutive years. This is an incredible feat, and one the Vikings fans will be watching closely. Jefferson has increased his yardage total in each of his first three seasons, and he needs just 688 yards to set a new NFL record for most receiving yardage by a receiver in his first four seasons. Last year, he led the league with 1,809 yards, and many are wondering if he can reach the 2,000-yard mark this season. That's never been done. Of course, the Vikings have some new players on their roster this year, including TJ Hawkinson, who was traded last season and now has a full offseason to work with Kirk Cousins and the rest of the offense, and rookie Jordan Addison. It remains to be seen how this will affect Jefferson's numbers, but many are confident that he will still be able to blast past that 1,500-yard mark. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But one thing is for sure, Justin Jefferson is the player to watch this season. Thank you, Chris. I think we all like those records, and we'll keep a sharp eye out. Now we're down to the final segment of today's show, and you know what that means. It means we are 62 days away from the Vikings Week 1 season opener, so let's look at Minnesota Vikings history at all the players that have worn number 62. With our second trip down memory lane today, the first being fourth quarter heroes, we'll now look at some of the men that have donned the jersey with the number 62 on it. It's quite a list. Starts off with... Bob Denton, who was the first to wear the number back in 1961. And the list goes on from there to include Ed White, Brent Boyd, Brad White, Chris Foote, Jeff Christie, Everett Lindsay, Ryan Cook, Vlad Dukas, Nick Easton, and Chris Reed. My favorite of all of these, and there's quite a few of them there, is Ed White. Ed White and I talk on occasion about our artwork. Ed is an artist and a very, very good one at that. But Ed White's time with the team with the Minnesota Vikings started in 1969 and lasted through 1977 and was marked by consistent excellence on the offensive line. White played as a guard for the Vikings during the period of great success for the team as they won multiple division titles and made multiple playoff appearances. He was known for his strength and toughness, quickly establishing himself as one of the best linemen in the league. White's powerful blocking helped the Vikings establish a dominant running game, which was a factor to their success during this time period. 
He was selected to the Pro Bowl four times, named to the All-Pro team in 75 and 76, and is widely recognized as one of the greatest offensive linemen in Vikings history. In 1995, White was inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor as a testament to his impact and contributions on the team. Probably the second best player to ever wear number 62 was Jeff Christie. He played center for the Minnesota Vikings from 1993 to 1999 and left an indelible mark on the team's history. During his time with the team, the Vikings reached the playoffs in five out of his seven seasons, and his strong blocking ability played a key role in the team's success. Christie's individual performance during the 1998 season was particularly noteworthy, earning him a Pro Bowl selection and instrumental in helping the Vikings reach the NFC Championship game. We will not discuss what happened at the end of that game, though. In 2015, Christie was inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor, a prestigious honor reserved for some of the greatest players to have ever worn a Vikings uniform. Now, let's shift our attention to the present. The current player to wear number 62 for the Vikings is Chris Reed, a guard who joined the team last season in 2022. Reed's contributions to the team have been limited so far, but he has shown promise and potential as a player. As the Vikings prepare for the upcoming season, Reed will have the opportunity to build on his early success and make a name for himself as a key contributor to the team's offensive line. If he can still make the team. He was a decent backup last season, so let's see what happens. Looking back at the history of the Minnesota Vikings and the players that have donned the number 62, it is clear that this number has been worn by some of the greatest offensive linemen in team's history. From Ed White's dominant play in the 70s to Jeff Christie's contribution to the team's success in the 90s, the number 62 has been associated with excellence and leadership on the field. As the Vikings embark on the new season, it'll be exciting to see how, or if, Chris Reed can continue this proud legacy. We'll have to see. And that's it for today. This day, July 10th, 2023. This has been Dave from Vikings First and Skull with your Vikings Daily Opener. And what do we say? Call Vikings! Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production.